Welcome to the Dinner with Schmucks podcast. Come on! Schmuck I was. Schmuck. It's not smuck. It's schmuck. A weekly look into the lives and minds of four friends and two lovers making it work in hashtag Smuck. Schmuck. Smuck. Now, here's your host. Hit me, bitch. Hit me again. I can take it. Give it to me. Special K. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> Black, Black ass piece. And Lisa. Your balls dropped. This is the Dinner with Schmucks podcast. cigarette and he goes no fuck that bitch this is Russia that's <laughs> <laughs> the shirt I'm wearing today I didn't even notice I'm wearing my Burt Kreischer shirt the machine yeah uh, dude that guy's so funny alright so I think now after that now I think we can officially I think we can officially start the third broadcast <laughs> this time it's for real yeah um, even though now we have a pug in the background eating dinner. Always picks the most inopportune times. Bless you. Thank you. So uh, for broadcast number three here on Dinner with Schmucks, this will be a pop-up episode. I'm not sure when this will come out. A uh, little different lineup than we've had in for the first two of these. Um, and we're inside instead of outside because even in September, first day of fall, Florida's fucking hot as hell. And the mosquitoes are out. And the mosquitoes are out. We it's could do no the fire, joke. but then it's like, it's already fucking hot. Why would we want a fire? The mosquitoes will still bite you. Yeah, fuck the mosquitoes. Right. So we got Special K. Yo. And then uh, Junior is joining us. What's up? What's up? And you got you to gotta stop rocking away from the mic and talking. <laughs> yeah. Getting that. All right. <laughs> Not the Doppler I, effect because this is in mono, but I can't help it when I'm in a rocking chair. Yeah, I know it's hard not to rock. So, I mean, if you want, then if you if you're so inclined to rock and rock deeply, you can take the mic out. All right, we'll see. Hold it. Like I'm rocking a little, but I'm just rocking like my pelvis area. <laughs> like my head I'm being able to keep kind of still still with the working mic. on your core yeah we're, that's what I was trying to say <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck right on so uh, the kegels yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man so a little bit of a smaller uh, cast than we had the last time we attempted this um uh, Buford had to uh, cancel uh, here at the last minute. He was offered a pair of lightning tickets. So he is uh, over at Emily Arena as we record this tonight. So he definitely needs to get back on. So we might see if he wants to come on like a regular Sunday night here in the near future. And uh, Josh, uh, Josh got caught up with the job, I guess. He never alerted me that he was going to be able to make it. As of yesterday, he wasn't sure. So... Uh, J and J, I guess. So here we are, three. The trio. The trio. Yeah. After a <coughs> nice, uh, 
meal out at B Dubs. Yeah, a little B Dubs for dinner. Um, it was good because I haven't eaten there in a while. And Man, those wings were hot. Yeah, you, yeah. Got, you got the hot ones. I know my levels. I got my spicy garlic and called that the hottest I needed. I mean, hot, hot, normal hot wings. Are just right. You didn't order blazing. No. Are you sure? I ordered hot. Okay. Yeah, those, they were hot. They they were they were pretty hot. I got so to try one of them. Those were like medium, more like just a step above the hot. But yeah. Low blazing. I think blazing's a sauce, right? I'm not making that up. <clears throat> I, I think I it know. was. Yeah, I'm not familiar with them all. I uh, yeah, I don't know. I stick with my my handful of somewhat favorites. I get my little buffalo chips on the side with the buffalo seasoning, dip those in the blue cheese. Yeah, I should have got some Asian Asian zing. Asian zings are good. Those are good with the ranch. And I accidentally ordered ranch thinking for some reason when he asked me if I wanted ranch or blue cheese, I know this is extremely fucking boring to listen to. <laughs> I usually get ranch when I get the Asian zing because it's more of like a lighter sauce. And then like spicy garlic is a buffalo sauce with garlic sauce mm-hmm. in it. <clears throat> and I ordered ranch and said like I just got mixed up in my head. It's all good. It's all good. I got some wings to eat tomorrow during the Giants game hoping they don't go 0-3. <laughs> yeah, this season's not uh, starting out uh, the way that I thought it would. No. It's been uh, – I mean the fucking – Cleveland Browns won their first game since t- December 24th, 2016, this past week. Damn. Yeah. They beat the Jets, and I turned that game off because I thought, like, the Jets were up by, like, two touchdowns or something. I'm like, oh, this game's over. It The uh, the Yankees game was out of hand, right? What day, what day is this? No, that game was oh, – I, th- I thought it was, and that game ended up getting out of hand the wrong way. Um, And then I wake up to find out that the fucking – Browns won. <laughs> I was like, "What? How many games has it been for them?" Uh, I don't know what week that was, but you had all sixteen weeks of last week, last year, seventeen, eighteen, probably at least nineteen NFL regular season weeks. That's harsh, man. Because Christmas Eve, you play Christmas Eve, and then you play New Year's Eve, and that's usually so. That must have been week seventeen. Wait, week 15, I mean, no, 17, wait. You play 16 games, there's 17 weeks. So that was week 16. Yeah, so you had all the 16 weeks last year, week 17 that year, and then weeks one and two of this year. So what's that? 16, 17, oh, 19, yeah, we already said that. That's that's a long time not to win a football game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even kind of... Um, I don't want to even say by accident, but like, no, by accident. I mean, even this year, like they lost games on missed field goals. I mean, it's just like stupid shit. Mm -hmm. And that's how you lose games. Yep. So true. I know it's one of those things where like, and you just keep losing and there's just, then you, you seem to find ways to lose (laughs) or losing finds a way to attract, to attract you. Or I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. They become their own worst enemy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. So. I know that the um, the the Bucks, the the way that they're starting, you know, the way we expected, the strength of schedule and you know just history, didn't expect it to to start off with them winning their first two games against some really powerful opponents, and then with the backup coming in, 
has really uh, stirred up a bit of a controversy in the Tampa Bay area. Yeah, but Fitzpatrick, he's a smart guy. Mm-hmm. He's 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 finally figured out that he just keeps signing one year deals. It seems to motivate him to play. He plays really well because he keeps playing for a new contract. Mm-hmm. You give the guy more than like one year, and he sucks. Does he? Yeah. And then he then he's got to start over from the bottom because then he's got to go somewhere, like he did this a couple of years ago. Yeah, you know where he went from. I know he was in Buff. He started in Buffalo. I I feel like he went somewhere else and then ended up with the Jets. Mm-hmm. And he came in with the Jets. He was like a low guy, and then he like picked out started some games because of an injury or whatever. I don't remember the exact timeline. Had a good season. Mm-hmm. They gave him like a two year contract, <laughs> and he ate shit for the rest of his contract. Wow. So then like he gets he gets, you know, they let him go. The 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 Bucks sign him. He gets signed as like a backup. He comes in he played well in his handful of games last year because mm-hmm. Jameis only played a handful of I know he didn't play the full season. Mm-hmm. And he got another contract off of that. But if he plays poorly, then he goes back to the bottom. He has to start it over and he's getting too old to do that now. So right. I don't know. That's my that's my theory on uh on uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Who yeah. I said it's been 635 days leading up to the last Oh, okay. Night. So you want a day. I thought you meant like football weeks. And I guess their record was 232 and 1. <coughs> oh, yeah. It wasn't good before that. They haven't won since the Obama administration. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then the, what, what he did, Fitzpatrick, when he came out dressed up on Deshaun Jackson's clothes like that, I mean, that was hilarious, especially because Deshaun Jackson didn't know he was doing it. Uh, and that, I think, really endeared him a lot with the community. <laughs> I'm trying to find he was uh, he was on an episode of The League. Really? Yeah. Oh, if I spell League right, it'll help. <laughs> Here it is. Holy shit. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Sorry. I'm Pete. I'm a huge fan. Could I buy you a beer and we could be friends? I'm just going to have a quick soda. I've got to do a speech tonight. Oh, I'll take a dark and stormy and uh, some <laughs> kind of sandwich. Actually, you know what, Ryan? <laughs> if you don't mind just listening to this, really, since you're a professional football player and I'm a professional commissioner, uh, <clears throat> I think you'll enjoy this. Uh, this is the ruling of Rux and Pete versus Taco. Now, while I wear these judges' robes, I am actually, for all intensive purposes, the judge and jury. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it's with all intents and purposes. Isn't that what I said? <laughs> no, you said intensive purposes. I've heard both parties' arguments, and frankly, I could care less. It's I couldn't care less. Uh-huh. You basically just said the opposite of what you meant. Oh, so like, for example, thanks for interjecting. <clears throat> okay? Oh. <laughs> Turkey on rye. Look, the question is, in this particular case, whether <laughs> Pete's dropping of Steve Smith was an accident yes. or was a tactical blunder. I would argue that it's really all one in the same. Yeah, oh, what now, Ryan? I think you mean one and the same. God, you're so smart, man. You know, your robe's on backwards. It's not on backwards, it just... It fits... I, I can... Oh, you look so stupid. You know what? If you're so smart, what'd you get on the Wonderlick test? Like a 16? 48 out of 50. How many days did that take you? About nine minutes. Ryan, it was under nine minutes. Don't be modest. You set the record. Oh, well, I guess I just didn't take that many standardized tests when I was at Northwestern, but... 
Probably at the community college you crawled out of was a different deal, huh? I went to Harvard. Huh? <laughs> Harvard? I can't believe you didn't know he went to Harvard. I just forgot that he went to Harvard. He's an idiot. I'm not an idiot. I have a dearth of knowledge about a lot of different things. <laughs> okay, Whoopi Goldberg. Dearth means lack of. I'm about to give you a dearth of teeth. Dearth of teeth or lack of teeth? Oh, you oh, mother! Darth Vader, no! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I love that show. That's a. F- uh, I'll have to catch that one. I've never caught that one, so I'm, I'm missing out on Parks and Rec in that one. Yeah, we got people resharing our episodes now. Here, let's just uh, look at some stats quick. Oh, okay, things are starting to drop down a little bit. We had a good day on Wednesday, but still, we've had a repost, which is awesome. That was our first repost. It was the very first broadcast. Sweet. <laughs> Where's the countries? Uh, countries? You want countries for the last week? The United States, Canada, France, Ireland, what India. In India. Nice. Greece, Japan, Turkey, and oh, New Zealand. Turkey too. What up? What up? Merhaba. Largo, Stroudsburg checking in. Internationally known. Whoops. Tampa. I don't know who Deanna is. But thanks for listening. Checking in with 12 listens in the last week. She was the one that reshared right on. the broadcast. So appreciate that. All right. Could it be somebody on Island Toys? I, I don't know. Potentially. Not really sure. I'll hear Bert Kreischer sweats profusely eating spicy chicken wings. <laughs> it's like a 30 minute video, so we're not going to watch it. <laughs> Those hot ones, they can be pretty interesting. Yeah, they can fuck you up, man. Yeah. They can fuck you up. It's an interesting uh, interview technique. You kind of get their minds off of kind of like the conversation in a way. So that way, I think that people can be a little bit more honest. Wait, you, you fuck them up on hot sauce and then interview them? Yeah, that's that's what, that's what the hot ones um, oh. strategize. The, oh, the, I didn't. Okay. That's how that works. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't, wasn't even paying attention to what it was. I've never... Oh, you've never, never, really. Check, never no. really checked that out? I told, I mean, I'm not really into like... Oh, the YouTubes and all? Yeah, I mean like... I'll look up like office clips or something, right? Mm-hmm. Look at all the stupid office things or Zach Morris's trash. But like the first season of that I watched on Amazon Prime now right. on, on on my Roku. Um, yeah, no, I hear you. But other than that, yeah, it's just like <laughs> looking up things. And again, it's a lot of it's I'm pulling stuff for, for here. Yeah. I'm pulling sound clips or, or bits, whatever that we use. Uh, during our full podcast so wow i find myself uh watching a lot of youtube and using it for like my main source of entertainment i don't really do much of cable uh much anymore are, are you still subscribed are you still do you still have the cord as they say yeah i i do i actually i, I was without it for several years and I actually just re-upped on it because the packages that they have it's like 10 bucks more and i could have gotten all that just to have it and actually it's helped out because i'm watching more football now whereas when i didn't have it i didn't watch the football yeah but yeah there's i mean just just because i think the youtube allows people to have their own um their own creativity you know shine through their ideas rather than being told what to do by big producers and stuff um so that's what kind of brought that interview format so they start off with a, a lighter wing that's not very hot, and they step up in intensity. And as the, the intensity grows, you know they get tougher and tougher questions. Gotcha. Uh, so it was the same kind of neat 
because you know sometimes people get calculated with their with their answers i think having them eat the hot sauce it kind of takes their minds off of it so they're not so calculative you know yeah no i i, I get that i i don't think i could be interviewed if i was all sauced up <laughs> as they say yeah I've had, I've had some instances with some hot sauces where I got some good beads of sweat going on. I told you I did that the other night. I was sweating the other night eating the ribs I made because they were uh, they were a little on the spicy side, a little spicier than I remember. Maybe I went a little heavier on the rub. <laughs> that pepper got away from you. Yeah, the cayenne. <laughs> and we were talking about something earlier. We had like a lot of good conversations at dinner, which really would have been good podcast conversations. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but there was something, and I wanted to continue it, and now I've completely forgot, unfortunately. Oh, I hear you. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think back of our conversations at dinner. My short-term memory is horrendous. Mine is, too. Mine sometimes <clears throat> is good. But yeah, my long-term's starting to go. <laughs> yeah, my long-term is still there. I just, I just remember useless shit about TV shows and movies. That's like, see, that's like the opposite with me, like with like famous people names and and what roles they played and all that type of stuff. I would do horrible in trivia games like that. Uh, I I just can't retain that type of information. Yeah, that's I maybe someday it'll go. I don't know. But right now that's still that's still there. I, I remember a lot of things, but like I won't remember a thing now, but like three days from now, I'll remember every every conversation we had at dinner <laughs> it's in this spot right now right. where it's like it's not really checked in right <laughs> it's still going through security <laughs> getting processed out yeah still processing getting it. felt up and then uh you know <laughs> in a couple of days it'll fall right in and it'll all be there again <laughs> i hear you take a couple rides through the x-ray machine yeah oh fuck um yeah, even when we got home, we were we were we were talking about something. I just I just don't remember anymore. Mm-hmm. Have you guys uh, been a, at all involved in any, or have you guys uh, listened to any of the new uh, hip hop coming out? Uh, interested in all in any of the Eminem, uh, Machine Gun Kelly beef? No, nah, none whatsoever. I, no, I, uh, I in terms of new music, I think the only thing I've gotten my hands on this summer was I got the new Dave album. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, maybe back in the spring, I know, right, uh, Mini Mansions has a new, it's only like a four-song EP coming out, apparently, that comes mm-hmm. out in a couple of weeks. Interesting. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've seen stuff about it, but, mm-hmm. and then my favorite meme, and I don't even know the roots of it, but it's it's <laughs> it's uh, Michael Scott and Dwight, because <laughs> these like two rappers that Eminem couldn't beef with or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on, it's... Uh, uh, I just don't listen to rap right now. No. Yeah. They see, and that's the thing, because I go through phases myself as well. So I'll, I'll go through months at a time where I'll listen to nothing but jazz or I'll listen to nothing but some reggaeton or some salsa or whatever, <laughs> and I'll switch it up from rap. What does it say? The only, the only rapper is Eminem was scared to this. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes back to the yeah. office. They right, just, yeah. Don't, don't they do a video together? What? These two? Yeah. Yeah, didn't we? A rap video? Didn't we watch this on like, didn't we watch this last time we had a podcast in this room? I don't remember. All right, hold on. See, long-term long term memory shot. Right. 
Sitting in my office with a plate of grilled bacon. Call a man's wife just to see what was shaking. Yo, Mike, our town is dumb and recently. pretty. So check out how we live. In the electric city. They call it Scranton. What? The electric city. Scranton. What? The electric city. Lazy Scranton. The electric city. They call it that because of the electricity. The city's laid out <laughs> from east to west. And a public house and libraries are truly the best. Call poison control if you're bit by a spider. But check that it's covered by your health care provider. Plenty of space in the parking lot. But the little cars go in the compact spot. 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 Snack attack time. Don't lose your head. We like Cuginos for the tasty bread. They call it Sprint. What? The Electric City. 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 Sprint. What? The- <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh my God. Yeah, the Welcome to Scranton sign. They've they've changed now. We noticed that when we drove uh, into there last weekend on uh, on Saturday to have lunch. I was she was all excited to get a picture of it, and it's a completely different sign now. That sign was there forever too. Oh really? Yeah. Was there a reason why they changed it? Was it because of the show or no? They they absolutely eat up the office in that that city still. Yeah. Like just this past like every summer. At the Rail Riders, which is the Yankees AAA affiliate, mm-hmm. they do office night. And this year, it was a couple weeks ago, uh, Bob Bob Vance from Vance Refrigeration was the special guest. Wow. And then did you happen to see, like, before the finale aired, I think I still have this. I don't think I lost it. Um, they aired, like, an hour-long special that was uh, it was kind of like a – well, half of it was a clips episode, and then the other half – was basically about like the char- the characters, the city, and like they did a whole like big thing at the stadium forum, oh, wow. like when the show was coming to a close, and like the entire cast was there. Mm-hmm. In two thousand seven, I they had an office fest in downtown Scranton, and I played. I was playing one night with Tom at Farley's, which is mentioned in the first season, which I I actually do not think exists anymore. Oh. Um, but so we were playing and it was it was dead so like it's tough to like even if you're getting paid because you're not getting paid that much if nobody's there but mm-hmm. like to play to nobody yeah so we're like all right tom's like all right we'll we'll finish up here you know we'll stop it whatever and uh right before we stopped somebody told him like oh supposedly supposedly i think it was supposed to be like kevin and jan and like one other character were supposed to be stopping by so we're like, fuck, we got to stay. Like, so we kept playing. <laughs> we ended up playing till two o'clock. No one stopped by. Oh, <laughs> dude. I had like one of my DVD cases with me. I wanted to get autographed. Oh, I was so sucks. bummed. Hell yeah. But yeah, they really embraced it, which was, it was really cool. That's nice when a community can take something like this and really make it their own. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I, I don't know how they, they picked Scranton. To do this, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure I could probably find that by looking pretty quickly. Um, it's just, you know, just one of those random things, and it put it back on the map, honestly. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, it's funny how how uh, pop cult- pop culture does that to a lot of cities. Yeah, you know, like uh, back in the day with Wayne's World, Aurora, Illinois. I never heard of Aurora, Illinois until Wayne's World. <laughs> Wayne's World. Yeah, Aurora, Illinois. Yep. Stan Makita's Donuts. <laughs> that Al Bundy worked at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that dude was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> oh. That was a that was a good flick. This is Stan Makita's Donuts. Excellent munchies. This is the manager Glenn. He's here 24 hours a day. <laughs> I recommend the Sugar Pucks. They're excellent. Come on. <laughs> I'd never done a crazy thing in my life before that night. Why is it? If a man kills another man in battle, it's called heroic. Yet if he kills a man in the heat of passion, it's called murder. Hello! <laughs> what do you think you're doing? Only me and Garth get to talk to the camera. Come on. I don't I don't really have too, too much to say right now. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Hi, Mr. Withers. How's the amusement park going? Just great, Wayne. Four coffees and a half dozen coolers, please. <laughs> He's just drinking the cream. Oh, Al Bundy, or what's his real name? Ed oh. O'Neill. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, I know he's he's kind of like found a second career doing Modern Family, but he's a guy that for his the the last the rest of his life will be Al Bundy above yeah. anyone else. Oh, for sure. For sure. That's just Steve one of those. Steve Corral will always be Michael Scott. Mm-hmm. He had a career before The Office. I, I, I mean, his I don't think his career, he hasn't done a ton, I don't think, actually since it either. He, you know, he pops up in a few movies here or there. But yeah, Every time I see him, I think of... Uh, Evan? 40-year-old virgin. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was thinking from... Uh, he screams out Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he was great in that movie, and that was his first like breakthrough solo. I mean, not solo. He had such a huge ensemble cast. But like he was, he was, he led that movie. But like, I don't know. Like when I got that, when I got that movie, I remember there was an ad inside of that movie for The Office. Wow! And that spring, or that like January, like The Office premiered on NBC. Like it was a, I think it was only on for eight episodes. I think it was eight episodes the first season, and that might have been done over like six weeks, where they aired like back to backs the last two weeks. But they were advertising there was stuff in advertisements for that into because it was NBC Universal that did the movie too. I got you. So they were just cross promoting. But I'm like, what's this Office? You know. And at that time, I never even knew of the British version, mm-hmm. um, which I've since. I don't I actually don't know if I've ever seen every episode of it. Saw a lot of it, but oh, we were talking um, earlier at dinner about the Hero video and that group of uh, of creators, and uh, they had a live action uh, GTA parody that they did. I was wondering if you would like some beef with broccoli. <laughs> come over, Rumbaby. Oh my god. I pray ping pong and pray to Buddha and say ching chong ching. <laughs> oh, jeez. Arrow. 
You want sake? That's Japanese. Oh, you want California dragon roll with ginger and wasabi? If you're hungry, call me. <laughs> I get you table in my restaurant with free fortune cookie. There's a smart difference between ranch and enterprise. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> they like went into it, dude. That's like a five minute song. I was like, how long are they going to go through that? Hello. <laughs> it me. <laughs> Oh man, those guys are hilarious! <laughs> oh, I didn't know there was one of these. We didn't get to this one, right? No, nope. the, the Asian people song. Oh, we went. We listened to all these in the next episode we recorded. Oh, really? Yeah. Five dollar, equal five dollar. Oh, you want more sweat? Five dollar. My name is Dr. Chopstick Ming Kong Pow. <laughs> and I like to eat puppies. Oh my god. My mom and dad will karate chop me in the penis <laughs> if I don't bring home all A's. Yeah. <laughs> We're all Chinese. We're all half blind. That's why none of us can't drive. We're all half blind. Oh, jeez. You see me on the side, changing my tires. Don't be surprised, at least I made it out of the driveway. Oh, 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 oh. This is the Asian people song. So everybody sing along. Oh, God. Ching chong, ching chong. <laughs> ching chong, ching chong. This is the Asian people song. So everybody sing along. I like to make swim fried wine. I know I look high with my slanted eyes. I will smoke cats though on a grill. My career is usually Asian cuisine or any job that involves wearing a lab coat. Like every doctor and scientist. Ever. I pee pee shrimp lo mein And I boo boo video games With my Nintendo booty Seriously we, we make like the best video games in the world Yes we all look the same It's like Jackie Chan and Luke Kane <laughs> in every Kung Fu movie What? Oh, 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 oh. This is the Asian people song So everybody sing along Ching chong oh, ching chong Ching chong, ching chong. This is the Asian people's song. So everybody sing along. Ching chong, ching chong. <laughs> ching chong, ching chong. Hey man, how much is it gonna cost for two pieces of chicken? Five dollars. Two piece chicken? Five dollars. Oh, One piece chicken? Five dollars. Wait, what? Pork? Five dollars. Hold on now. Everything five dollars. too much now. Um, Chinese food always have me like I want more. 
Cause Asians practice Taekwondo on cats. Yeah, we be karate chopping kittens. And then we take them to the kitchen to make Kung Pao chicken. And mittens, ching chong ching. My penis is the size of a pinto bean. They call me SpongeBob and I don't know why. Probably because we're both yellow and we can't drive. This is the Asian people's song. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Are they all that bad? Yeah, the best we did the Mexican the the Mexican one. And the course is like, oh we swam here all the way from Puerto Rico. Oh jeez. <laughs> a bunch of dicks. <laughs> yeah, we did the white people song, the black people song, and the Mexican people song. <laughs> this one wasn't on the list. Wow. Now we do. <laughs> oh my god. English. <laughs> they put a lot of work in Jong. Well, they, and they all have like the same formula too. Wong, ting, okay, with like the the animations and, and the stuff. guy's black who did all this. Oh, is he? Yeah. Um. Oh, I'm now Asianly waiting. The God, these songs are so old too. It's from 2016. Oh, okay. Oh my God, is there an Arab song? <laughs> oh, this dude has. That's right. He has an album on. Oh, yeah, his album's No Offense. Try not to laugh. Oh. All right, wait a second. We got to find this now. (laughs) This might be a problem. And now for more stereotypes that are obviously not true. Not true. We don't like tennis shoes. We wear sandals. And yet we have sex with goats and ride camels. (laughs) I live in the desert of Nabu Dhabi. So I squat behind a cactus when I have two potties. Throw your tongue on the R's. Whoop, drop the bomb, Allahu Akbar. I played the flute and snakes come out the jaws. I caught a flight plane, didn't get far. And you might not believe it, man, but during the winter, I see the sand. And the sea is like, man, how did you get out of Iraq? Iran, damn. Watch out, watch out. Rashid's got a bomb. Watch out, watch out. Abdul-Jabbar got a bomb. Watch out. Amir's got a bomb. Watch out, watch out. Malcolm X got a bomb. I'm a billionaire. Check my Equifax. Always wearing turbans and bedsheet hats. An Arabian day in the life. See, I have ten leashes, one for each wife. And I have ten bombs, one for each flight. That I put my wives on, they speak with that permission. Then, mommy, look, there's a plane in the air. And I swear, oh, Jesus it was Christ. Different. We're all Muslim, salam. And we all live in a cave, Saddam. Where we all eat lots of hummus, yum. My first website was thebomb.com. Um, and you might not believe it, man. But during the winter, I ski in sand. And the TSA was like, man. <laughs> you get out of Iraq, Iran, damn. Watch out, watch out. Hussein got a bomb. Watch out, watch out. Ramir Ashid got a bomb. Watch out, watch out. Oh, Jesus. Watch out, watch out. Osama bin Laden got a bomb. Well, not anymore. 
Don't touch my hat, it's sacred. I can make all my wives get naked. I have a phobia, I'm afraid of it. We need RPG, I can make it. We own many mobs and gas stations. But people buy beer to get wasted. Like 9-11 victims, I take my... Whoa, 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 dude, you don't... No, you don't say that. Wasted like 9-11 victims? Fuck no, we don't say that shit in America. You might say that shit over in Lebanon and Afghanistan, wherever the fuck you're from. But in America, you can say that shit out here, boy. I'm sorry. Take that shit out the list. Right now, I ain't playing. Okay, I'm, I, Shit. I'm, I'm erasing it. I, I erased it. It's, it's, Throw that damn falafel in the trash and focus. It's, it's gone, sir. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Cue the goddamn music. As the world waits for my plans to unfoil, during spring I jet ski on oil, and I bummed all sorts of different places, and the TSA is the most racist. They be like, watch out, watch out. Rashid's got a bomb. He does make some catchy songs. Yeah, well, let's let's give this guy a plug because he's actually got an album on on Apple Music and iTunes. It's uh, Z Flow. Jesus Christ! Again, this album was from 2016. Uh, six songs, bringing in at 22 minutes. Z Flow, No Offense EP. You got the Black People song, the White People song, the Mexican, the Asian, the Arab, and then one that says "Try Not to Laugh." Gotta listen to that one now. Um, here, let me bring it up then. Z Flow, yeah, Z Dash Flow, Z Dash F L O. Z Flow's mom is also an artist. Let's see <laughs> what that's got. Just uh, just dropped this summer. I don't. I don't know if any relation to regular Z Flow. Mm-hmm. Z Flow's got a bunch of stuff up here. Wow, got a couple albums. Uh, he had something out just came out here recently too. So maybe that is Z Flow's mom. Maybe it's all in the same. Yeah, my dick bent like a boomerang. My dangle line is swinging like an orangutan. My nuts hang like they dangle line. <laughs> I could bang a wedding ring Like Skrillex Get it? Bang a ring You still laughing Cause my dick shaped like a candy cane I love Chinese people I never understand a thing All I hear is Pink Pow Five dollar and Changalang My cat's lost They told me he went that away I whacked off the Teletubbies on Saturday On Sunday I knew it to graze anatomy And wipe the TV down With my sister's pads on Saturday. Try not to laugh at me Try not to laugh at me Because Cause I'm a funny nigga yeah, I'm not into it. Yeah, it's like different from like everything else on that album. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's up with that. Okay. Ketchup sandwich. I've eaten that before. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I've had ketchup sandwich oh, before, Oh, I see too. what I'm doing. Never mind. It's Doody. interesting though that you're you're seeing some comedic rap coming through. Well, this came through two years ago, <laughs> right? Yeah, Waddle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, okay, so Z Flow. Yeah. Go check out Z Flow on Apple Music and iTunes. And Z Flow, you can write up our. Uh, you can write up a new jingle for us. You see, Marshmallow has a new album out. I've Special never, heard, I've never yeah. heard any marshmallow before. I've yeah. heard of marshmallow. I just not. I don't listen to that. Type I've of only music. heard of 
Which one is it? I think it's Imagine. It's the only one I've heard so far. Yeah, one of these I'm trying to work into a... Uh, it's kind of like a video sizzle reel for mm-hmm. High Stick Creative. That's actually why I pulled this album down. Mm. So, because music works out well for <clears throat> stuff like that. Didn't Marshmallow t- reveal himself? I don't know. I I, I saw a, there was something stated like that on a video. I didn't watch it. He's a singer. Is he? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Marshmallow reveal in 2016. <laughs> Are we living in 2016? No, this was recent. See right there. August. Well, here, but here he finally reveals himself in 2016. Oh, interesting. Sean Mendes Sox. is what it was. Wait, what? So was that not him there? I don't think that was him. Oh, fucking Applebee's. Of course, the ads. Crapplebee's. Come sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> Curbside to go, not available while it's raining. Dude, I actually had Applebee's for lunch this week for the first time in forever. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Heart Radio MMVA goes to Marshmallow! So dude's famous. Without the helmet on. Yeah. I guess I don't recognize him. He's got a lot of hits out there. Oh. Um, Mo, my so he's got two like so <clears throat> careers. Yeah. It, nobody knew who Marshmallow was. But yeah, he he did a lot of stuff for kids too. Oh yeah. Like, wait, like his fans. What do you mean? Like his fan kids. Oh, there's okay. a there's a video of him where he meets one of his fans, just a young little kid. Mm-hmm. I'm take off my Goes in the hotel room Three, and starts spinning two, with him. One. It's not the real marshmallow. Okay, <laughs> well that's pretty interesting having two uh, two different musical careers like that. Do you ever think that? Uh that marshmallow is just a brand, kind of like the Colonel. Now I just noticed George Costanza's the new George Costanza's the newest Colonel for KFC, <laughs> and like Kiss, like Kiss is going to be. They're kind of this way already, but they're having another farewell tour this year or next year. Gene Simmons just wants to turn that into a like you could find any four decent musicians and paint their faces and call them Kiss. Right, exactly. Kiss will be a brand that lives on past. Any of their members being alive. I think Chicago is going to be like that. The Beach Boys is turning up to be like that. Mm-hmm. You think marshmallows like that? And there's just a bunch of different marshmallows. And every two years, they reveal themselves. And it's somebody It's it's somebody already big in the music industry. Do you ever think of that? Yeah, I mean. Well, this guy wasn't big, whoever he is. They said Tiesto. Oh, Tiesto. Okay. <laughs> I'm so pretty he, sure that guy's big. Yeah, he's big. He's Probably just making fun of Marshmallow. But this was a Marsh... I don't know. It'd be interesting if that's what they were doing. 
I think it could be just like a brand. I was going to look something up and I completely forgot. <laughs> we were just, because something we were just talking were about. About Sean Mendez? No. I don't remember what I was going to look up. I mean, he's got a lot of hits out there. Yeah, I recognize the dude's name. I just don't know anything about him. Well, fuck. Well, me. he's got his singing career and obviously he likes to make music. Yeah. But and he's probably using the singing career to help boost it. Has there been any marshmallow songs featuring Sean Menendez? No. Mm. Why wouldn't he just do that? Why wouldn't all of his songs just be that way? Be like, dude, you got him. And it's like, dude, I got myself. <laughs> well, maybe it's maybe because he wants to well, most express EDM himself a little bit different. Using women to sing. Right, but it, it allows him to be a completely different person. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's done any. Well, I think he's done with one rap guy. I still think my my theory could be true. That's it. He's only got two what two albums. That's it could about how be. long Shawn Mendes has been around too. It's not like it's a formula that hasn't been done before, like in the, the Spanish group Menudo. They just they change people all the time. Ricky Martin used to be in Menudo. Yeah, that's that is true. Uh, there, were, I mean, there are groups like that in the states too. I'm trying to think of from that time. Like, I mean, but to the point where there's like nobody original and it's just a new, pe- it's like, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. And it would ha- it'd like, have to be something gradual too. It, it could be, or it could not be. Well, it could be that all the guys just decide, hey, we're done. Mm-hmm. And next summer, you know, it's, it's their bat. I mean, it's kind of like Saved by the Bell, the new class. But they still had Screech and Belding. Right. Well, dude, aren't there a couple of artists? I See, this is where, again, that trivia, I don't have a trivia mind, but I know that there's there are some artists out there that are currently playing with bands to like be the lead singer in a band, but they're not the original lead singer. Like, isn't that someone like... Maybe, oh, like, uh, what's-his-face is with Queen. From, um, one of the American Idol kids. Damn it, okay. Daisy. What's uh, not Adam? Clay Aiken. No, <laughs> Clay Aiken and Queen. That would be isn't funny. Uh, Axel Rose uh, doing something Axel like that Rose too? was performing with uh, with the Who, not the Who. I'm sorry, with ACDC. Yeah. Um, so I, Adam Lambert and okay. Queen. Yep. Okay. Yeah. See, I think it could be done if you find the right people that fit that sound. I think that fans would be willing to accept it. It's, yeah, I mean, there you still have, like, the two guys. I mean, Queen was only three people, so you've replaced the one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of my all-time favorite bands, Chicago, is down to, like, three original guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, like, two guys that were with the band for a long time have moved on since as well. So, like, they're on, like, their keyboard player was Bill Chapman for decades and he left mm-hmm. so and i think they're on like their second guy since he's left um and then their bass player who came in right after peter Zatera left uh jason chef um he he just i mean when i say just i mean this was in the last like year year and a half i guess mm-hmm. left as well and then the sax player who's probably one of the no he's not the biggest ham i think that's a trombone player but <laughs> he uh i think he's 
he plays with him very infrequently now. I think it's something to do with his health. Mm-hmm. Um, but they sound better when he's not playing with them. <laughs> yeah. See, so if it's like a gradual change, yeah. And, you know, I, fans are, are willing to accept that stuff because they're still the, you still have original members there. It feels like they're kind of well, you know where evolving. you really you know where it's kind of like at the all time where it's where you see it the most is with what's left of like the groups from the 50s and the 60s right Mm -hmm. especially like the doo-wop groups like (laughs) you have like one guy like at least like when i'm my mom listened to like that's all she listened to like for a good chunk of my childhood was like oldies Mm -hmm. and every year we'd go to the fair and we'd go see like joey d or i guess yeah joey d was we see the race car guy. Some guy always did stunt car. Mm-hmm. That might have been Joey D. I don't know. But we'd always go see these like 50 sock hop like acts. And you know, by then it's like there's one guy left in the band. And that was then. Now, like, I think it's probably even worse. Like the doors. <laughs> well, the doors don't still tour. Do they? No. What band was it that got a real young kid to start singing? His lead. Queen. No, I don't know. No. What do you mean? Like, what? I think it was like more rock. I don't know. But it didn't really fit the part. Didn't look the part. Well, it sounded just like the lead singer. There's the the Asian guy with Journey. Yes. Oh, that's, that's who you're thinking of? Yeah, but he does a great job with them. They found him like watching YouTube, <laughs> like doing like he was in a Journey tribute band or something in Thailand, Korea. China? I don't know. That's so wild. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. You never know when uh, when your chance might come up. Just got to be the right people to see you at the right time. It's all about timing, really. So, for instance, like timing-wise, right now, I know you guys you talked about earlier not being too much into the hip-hop beef or nothing like that, but yeah. you know, there's this, this whole um, incident happened between Cardi B and Nicki Minaj where Cardi B kind of went at her and wanted to fight her. But, you know, security got involved and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, very opportunistically, um, this guy that she did a song with uh, several months back um, released a video for it shortly after that incident happened. And it's kind of is related to what happened where in the song she kind of goes like she went after someone and they backed down. And it, it, it seems like if it was something that was recently written, it could have been taken as a diss. So it's bringing a lot of buzz and then getting a lot of airplay. So now this guy that did a, a collab with her way back in the day is now reaping the benefits and getting all this extra exposure and stuff like that. So it, it's all really timing wise on, you know, when something hits and it could be your turn, you know? Yeah. I don't get all that beef in the music and like that. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just weird to me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Because it's so much of a part of it, such a big part of it, it's just the entertainment value. Correct. And that's why they do it. Yes. And Very much so. It's part of the intrigue of it. And, yeah, it's just made up shit. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's fucking reality TV. <laughs> and look where reality TV has gotten us. That's true, yeah. We have a reality TV president. Yeah. Who, like... You can say what you want about the guy. I mean, he, you know, he, he he was known in the 80s because they thought he was a real estate mogul. Mm-hmm. 
But after that, like people kind of forgot about the guy. Yeah. Until somehow he surfaced in that role mm-hmm. and became a reality star. And it's like, what the fuck? And he wrote that to where he is now, which is just utterly ridiculous. But yeah. Um, well, that reality t- reality TV stuff really fed into his narcissism. Oh, of course. And he just couldn't give it up. And, you know, and he gets his phrase and everyone uses it and blah, blah, blah. And now, like, he doesn't even you think he would say it. Like, you think he, I guess he has said it a few times, but he didn't make as big of a deal out of it as I thought he would when he started firing people. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I don't want to talk about that guy. I hear you. I, I can't really find any, like, specifics, but I'm trying to think, like, uh, like like the, the women's group, like the is it like the crystals are still torn? And like there's one person in it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, that's not really the first thing came up was kidney stones. <laughs> okay. Also about kidney stones. <laughs> All right. Never mind. Um. I may be wrong because we may be past the point now of of let's for example, uh, you know, I don't know, Eminem dies mm-hmm. and he continues to tour in a hologram form oh okay like when they had tupac the tupac hologram we went to vegas mm-hmm. just for her birthday and i took her to see that michael jackson show mm-hmm. fucking michael jackson was on the stage performing by the end <laughs> of that show yeah so it's there the technology's there and now, it looked real as fuck really yes wow <laughs> so that entire show was basically like a Michael Jackson concert mm-hmm. perform. You know, I mean, that's a little different because it's, it's, I don't know what the story was. Right. I, I really couldn't follow. I, you know, there was a bunch of kids in it. It never showed him getting molested. <laughs> but I'm guessing that wasn't going to be part of the story. Right. Um, but I, I, and even Jihad, I didn't really know. Cause they were like in Neverland Ranch. They were on a train and they were stealing a glove. And I, I don't know. But at the end, fucking Michael was there singing it to him. Wow. Okay. So that's just like what they're, that's that's where we're headed. Yeah. So either you're going to have bands which are no more than tri- officially licensed tribute bands. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's it. Yeah. You know what? How great would it be for Gene Simmons to sit there and go, I'm going to have a kiss Southwest. I'm going to have a kiss Northeast. I'm going to have a kiss Pacific. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a kiss there up in the upper mid. What You license. Yeah. You have officially licensed tribute bands. So instead of having one band mm-hmm. that's got a tour like this, jumping up and down, yep. slowly moving across the country, yeah. it's not the original guys. Now mm-hmm. you have a group here. So now you're packing eight dates in there while you're getting eight dates over here yep. and eight dates down here. And guess what? That's eight, 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 eight. That's all income. Yeah, true. It'd be an interesting business model, that's for sure. So if this this tends to happen on these broadcasts too, mm-hmm. we come up with really good ideas and I hope people don't rip us off. <laughs> <laughs> because if somebody hasn't thought of that yet, I want to be the first one to be able to license, officially license bands Right. And and do that. Like, just need a band to do it with. Right, exactly. It's got to be somebody that somebody cares, something that somebody cares about. Exactly. It's got to be true fans that really, really want to tribute the original bands. Yeah, like, you can't do, like, a shitty band. Like, just nobody's going to care. Exactly. There's got to be some substance behind it. 
but it but you could even take that same that same thing and apply that with holograms mm-hmm. and fuck why aren't people doing that now why isn't willie nelson playing in eight places at once right yeah i, I guess maybe that just it's too expensive at this time but you're right i know that um hell there's a hologramic holographic character in japan like this anime girl that performs and oral dude, sex on you no oh, no like she's like going. she's like a, a virtual or holographic uh what they call idol over there so she you know like we would have a performer here someone that sings and dances and stuff but she's completely computer generated she's not a real person and she has hundreds of people go to concerts where they play this hologram for them you know they're still playing music someone's actually singing it but you're not seeing the real live person that's singing it you're seeing the holograph or hologram, I should say. But I could definitely see that happening in the future with advancements in technology. What the family of iconic musician Roy Orbison hinted that they would, quote, love to see the only The Lonely creator playing at Glastonbury 2019 in holographic form. Wow. Dude, they could take it. There goes the Tupac video. They could take that thing even one step further the way that uh, technology is advancing with voice. They could, they could technically have these guys making "quote unquote" new songs. Oh yeah, well that was the thing—a whole thing like Sony got charged with, with like Michael Jackson, they really? like an impersonator, do stuff. Oh wow. How many years ago was this? Dude, that has to be a, a several years back. I mean, yeah, the technology is much better. Yeah, and that's a 2012 at Coachella. Oh wow! So that was six years ago. Yeah, technology in in six years—that's leaps and bounds. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know if I doubt they probably have anything for it because if anybody catches you with a camera, you get pretty much thrown out. True. I mean, from where we were sitting, we had good seats. Mm-hmm. Dude, that one-legged dude is amazing. Yeah. Like, but that looks like he was on stage. Right. That so. is wild, yeah. And I said to her, be like, when we sat down, like, before the end of the night, I'm like, we will see Michael Jackson on stage. And she's like, no, I don't think it's that kind of a show. Because I thought it'd just be like a hologram of him the whole time. Mm-hmm. Well, the holograms are starting to get better and better. What was that? It's fucking Alexa. I don't know why she's talking to us. <laughs> she's feeling lonely. Yeah, that's what we're saying. The holograms, it's, it's, that's, that's the technology. Either you license bands, mm-hmm. and like, that would be tough because it would have to be a very stringent, like, if you're going to have two versions of the same band out there, mm-hmm. they need to be so on brand. Yeah. It can't be like when you go to a Burger King in one town and you go to a Burger King in the other town, and this one's better than that one. Like, they need to be the same. What kind of holograms does the Cirque du Soleil use? That was Cirque. That was, that was yeah, Cirque? Yeah, Michael Jackson was Cirque, yeah. 
Dude, yeah, it was it was amazing in person. Like, if you're out there, like, I want to go see the. I really want to see the Beatles love show too. It's completely different from that. Um, from what I've heard, I've never seen it. Um, I do have the soundtrack, uh, but the Michael Jackson show was. Look at best hologram shows. Best hologram show. Well, that doesn't look very good unless that one's a hologram. This isn't making for a good podcast. <laughs> it's very visual. Yeah, it is. And like you said, what they just showed there wasn't really best like holiday. Yeah, like, that looks pretty badass, but it, Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking for something like that show. Like what show? With that Michael Jackson. Yeah. Theirs look fake. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Probably uh, put um, most realistic. There, that was the see. That's the character I was telling you about. Oh, this is the sex worker. No, she's the virtual idol in Japan. On the Late Show with David Letterman. Thank you. This is not a hologram. It's a cartoon. Oh boy! It's an anime. Cartoon. Our next guest is a computer-generated Vocaloid personality from Japan, and she is here in support. You'd be surprised how they idolize him in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. That's what he's saying. He used the word "idol" a few times. Hatsune Miku. She looks like she's like a real band around her. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like uh, it's like you're playing Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. So yeah, they'll do huge concerts, and I guess maybe there's big ass screens on the stage that they use for her. If but, you're looking at a lot of anime, you know, shows. Mm-hmm. A lot of them use idols like this. Yeah. But... Like, Mac Ross had one. Mm-hmm. But again, this isn't a hologram, though, because it's it's 2D. She's right there. Like, if it was a hologram, she'd be able to come out on stage. Like, this is 2D. Like you said, it's a screen. Yeah. I think that there are some... I'm almost certain that there are on some of the newer modern ones. But the fact that you've got people idolizing a, a virtual character... Yep. You know, just goes to show you that if you get the right uh the right recipe it can be done. I would think uh, I mean there's people that worship fake characters mm-hmm. in this country left and right. Sure. Was that the word you use though? You didn't say fake character. Well, virtual character. Virtual or, character, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's different. Cuz like for fake character I'm thinking like like they idolize like uh, let's for like during the heyday, like of friends, like idolize Rachel. Mm-hmm. It's like Rachel's not real. Gotcha. Rachel was a character, but she wasn't virtual because she was physically there, but she was right. fake. So right. that's why I'm, there is a yeah, a, a self uh, 
self-inflicted. No, that's not the word I'm looking for. I'm just putting up my own walls around my argument. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's I, I'm going down to or going over to Orlando by myself on Wednesday and doing uh, Rookie of the Year and the Victory Drive. Uh, do a little quick podcast with those guys. Uh, the sh- show starts at like 6 p.m., so it's going to be like in the middle of the day. Um, but my brother might actually be down here like a day early or something. They might. They don't really want to like drive from like Jersey right to Florida and play. So they might actually stop here. Nice. So that's all I need is a bunch of people in the house. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I think it might just be him and, and this dude Jamie from the Victory Drive. But I just did uh, right before we left on last Sunday to come back down here. Um I did uh, some cassette artwork for him. Oh, cool. And it was the first time I've ever had to do cassette artwork. Cassette artwork? Yeah. Really? Wow. I'll find uh, that he posted. I meant to share it out. Man, it's been a hot minute since I've seen an actual cassette. So here it is. So I did that artwork Sunday morning before I got on a plane to come back to Florida. Oh, very cool, man. And then there's a digital release, so I just did a square one. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm hoping to at least get my hand on one of them for bless you for damn bless you for uh allergy season. Just uh prosperity's sake. Yeah. So Dalmatian so they station act, tapes. They're yeah. actually selling tapes? Yeah. Tapes are fucking popular again. No shit. I that I won't get into we'll it. Actually own something that plays with the tape now. You know, it took me a long time to find like an affordable like tape deck I could use so I could get like all that college radio shit I had, like I have tons of tapes, and while I don't have like my pre-recorded like ones I purchased anymore because I've gotten rid of those, I traded most of those in for pennies on less than pennies on the dollar. <laughs> so I traded like all my tapes in, but what I have though are like oodles of unmarked cassettes from recording air tracks at the radio station. Mm-hmm. Recording band rehearsals, recording gigs, and it's just those three things alone. And then I do have like some like mixtapes I made, some like unique ones that have weird shit. (laughs) But I don't like the one I have, and I didn't even make it. And it was actually the soundtrack, the unofficial official soundtrack for uh, my movie Outside the Guitar. It was a mixtape called Nudity in '96. That I got from uh, my best friend's sister. Her roommate in college made this mixtape, and he had a copy. And I'm like, that is such a great mix. So I got a copy too. And like, I used all all the music in my movie I made in college. I pulled from that soundtrack, that (laughs) mixtape. Cool. It was just like a great selection of music. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I even still. I don't know if I still have that because I would like to assemble that as a playlist. But I can never remember everything that was on it. So, but cassettes, there's they're they're still selling and people are making them again. That's interesting. But I yeah, yeah I have no desire in buying new music on cassette. It's just so much easier digital. Digital, I'll buy it on vinyl. Yeah, but not cassette. Really? It's just it's like I think it's more isn't it like more expensive to make them on tapes now. <laughs> <laughs> probably because there's a lot more pa- i mean obviously digital is the cheapest there's no cost yeah nothing physical really uh, you know records are there i think we're getting to the point 
where it's starting to come back the other way, where it's more people have opened up presses. The problem was what, like, three years ago when it really was kind of just being this mammoth beast. Mm -hmm. There were no, there were very few record presses in the United States, and no new ones had been made since, like, the 80s. Mm -hmm. And these ones that they're using are these giant dinosaurs that very few people are still alive that know how to maintain them. Oh, you gotcha. Spare parts are hard to come by, like, because people bought up a ton of presses and kept them as spare parts things. So oh, people have presses, but they're missing this piece and they're missing that piece. So there was a lot of obstacles there. Mm-hmm. Since then, more and more people are starting to open up presses here in the States, in Canada, uh, overseas. So that's kind of it'll start to bring the cost of vinyl back down a little from production yeah. standpoint but yeah i'd have to imagine cassette i mean it's it's all analog <laughs> like I, it's so hard to like for me to wrap my head around analog cassette duplication mm-hmm. these days it, i think it's when it's be- a hit and a button <laughs> and it's distributed or even like vinyl you press it into one physical thing and just keep going like this and making copies. Yeah. Like this is you have the master, you have you know, I don't know how many I don't know how many cassettes were here. Say there were even 75 in that box. Like I don't know what what's the especially this day and age like these people let's let's check them out. Mm-hmm. Like what is their studio do they have like 75 decks like that you duplicate it like that? Like they don't really have any information. I really wanted to learn some more. Yeah. About because the only mobile upload is the photo they just posted. And by the way, like I, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> There's a lot of Dalmatians here. There was 112 tapes in that box. Good for you. How did you figure that out? Did you count it really quick every time we scanned by it? Counted one row. Counted one row like this. Mm-hmm. That's four. Okay. Hundred twelve. So, like, just how long does that take? Yeah, it'd be interesting to see the machinery that they have to do exactly. It. Like this, this is now. This is the weird shit that I go down YouTube, right? <laughs> I go down these holes, and I've watched these like gone down these YouTube holes on like watching record duplication. You see that one says stoned mode. How how uh, making cassette tapes? Is that like a series you know too? Mm-mm, oh, no. I was just curious. Fuck. All right. So they only have a Facebook page. I don't know how that guy did anything with those guys. Yeah. And all the duplication companies are in Canada. Mm, those so let's see. Length per side. I mean, if you're doing an audio tape, you need at least 22 minutes per side. Different audio on each side. On <laughs> sale, Rubine Red cases. But I'm guessing, though, you want to do a real tape, you're going to want it printed. That's probably later on down the list. I don't know. There's no real rhyme to reason to that list, at least that I can see. Yeah. Packaging. Oh, I see. Laser engraved the case now. Cover type. J card. Label type. Pad print. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Price per tape. $4.15. For a hundred of them. If you want six of them, it costs $36. (laughs) Oh, shit. It's the printing. How much was it for a hundred? Four dollars a tape. So it goes up when you hit. 
So how many did he was in that case? One hundred and twelve. One hundred twelve. And I feel like he might have did his duplication through here because I came to this. So four forty six. Tapes are four dollars a piece. You know what though? You turn around, and you sell them for Ten. seven. You're making three bucks a tape. That's not good margin. Plus you know shipping. I mean? No, they're selling them at shows. So you'd want to sell them for at least eight bucks. If you can get ten, that'd be even better. I don't know. Anyway, that was just the parameters we plugged in. Yeah. It'd be cheaper. I mean, with less stuff on it. So anyway. It's interesting, though. So wait, what was that other thing? The cassette tapes, the stone thing? <clears throat> yeah, to see how they're made. It's a lot of equipment. Holy crap. So the duplicators are just these giant things that hold, like, a lot of tape on them. And they all record at the same time with these audible beeps in between, like, sides or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you're not duplicating individual cassettes. You're duplicating large reels of tape. You could have 300 copies of the album on that roll. Oh, okay. And you have... 30 of them. So that's... I got that from... this. There's no... Dialogue. What What is this about being stoned? <laughs> I know, it's, it's stoned mode. Yeah, I guess that's the company. Yeah. Remember how hard it was to get that plastic wrap out from around oh, CDs yeah. and shit? They made those tools on CDs to do it. Mm-hmm. But the cassettes, yeah, were... They made tools on CDs? It was this little thing that had like a slot in it and there was like a little blade in there so when you slid it across like the top it just sliced the plastic like right along like if you did it along like the face or the you know where the cd case would actually open then they eventually started putting like the little red strip on there that you peel off mm. but yeah those things you just like like i feel like we had one at home that had like the bank's logo on it like my mom got it at the bank <laughs> like you know a little, you know, you make your deposit. Whoop, here's your your free toy, your little blade. Go for the corner. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Your teeth. It. Yeah, exactly. Just had to get one little nick in it, and you could bite it off. Kind of like open it up a DVD. Uh huh. Yeah. DVDs. I always found if you could go down like again, like the spot where they open. If you have any type of nail, you can get in there and get that kind of split. But again, they added the shrink wrap too. So, mm-hmm. and what's better than that is just digital. <laughs> yeah, but people like people are getting back, like you said, to actually what? holding something physical in their hands. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, I'm guessing the music's gonna be the same. This is making a wooden dildo. We can just oh leave this God. on in the background while we chat. <laughs> He's making this out of it. This is a real fucking Ron Swanson moment right here. <laughs> it looks kind of painful. <laughs> yeah, I think we should share this out with our uh, female co-hosts. By the way, I officially added uh, Dinner with Schmucks as a job on my Facebook page. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and look at these people are like, you know, like, congrats. Or they didn't say congrats, but a lot of like, a lot of people are leaving like thumbs up and stuff. And it's like, I don't know if they realize, like, it's, I mean, oh, he's adding veins. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I wonder if this is modeled after his own. No, uh, he was sketching it. Oh, no, it's black. It definitely wasn't. That's stained. 
It's going to be black. Oh, my God. They are some veiny. Now he's going to rub it down. Uh, it looks like he just fucked a chick on her period. <laughs> right, didn't that it? That thing is a beast. <laughs> look at yeah. it. Did it look like that? Wait. It's got a little bit of a red tinge to it. Here in particular. <laughs> I've never seen anything that bloody, though. Oh, that's, even that's even while doing it. Your Kool-Aid mustache? Kool-Aid smile? Is that what it's called? <laughs> I forget. That's different. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, he's going to chop it? Oh! Oh, that yeah. hurts looking at it. The ladies would like to see that. <laughs> um, yeah, man, but he put a lot of work into that, and then just to chop it in half. Yeah, that's weird. Watching him make those candles, that's kind of satisfying. Making candles? Dude, sometimes you YouTube that stuff, like most satisfying videos. Sex educator, artist, journalist, and the owner of the online sex toy store Spectrum Boutique. Bean Hammer. I really wish there had been somebody there to inspire me to take charge of my own sexuality. This is a show about all the ways that toys and tools can be incorporated into your oh, sex shit, this life. This is like an 11 minute video. Something about. Ives that existed, but I was really, really interested in the psychology and everything that goes in. Fucking awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. This lady's like wrapped. I'm in love with it. <laughs> you love Yeah, it's like a like vacuum packing them. I've seen something like this before in the past. Couldn't really feel the subtleties of the edges of the flowers. Are you anymore. supposed to like stick your and dick in her mouth? Like no. Nice oh, it's just people else. like that feeling of being. Squished. Compressed and squished. Body being lubed or I've got a like friend that likes to be um, put into straight uh, straight jackets. I think part of what made this such okay. A yeah. Also- All right. There's there's a lot of people that like that. Yeah, I just it's like a feeling of secure. If I security. just thought that was with the mouth. I guess that's just there to breathe. <laughs> yeah, it's a breathing hole for I, life. I, th- I thought that was the fucking hole. <laughs> no, not for fucking. That is for <laughs> sight. That is for life. Uh. <laughs> uh, people do strange things they do yes. very true so I don't know what you guys feel but uh, I feel like we can get something out of what we got here yeah yeah that's cool and uh, we could chill a little bit maybe play a little three person Mario Kart yeah, yeah to wake things up sounds good what to wake things up yeah see turning the lights off see we're in a funk right now. I, I said this. I think I, I, I don't know if I said this. I think I said this maybe when we did our podcast here a couple of weeks ago. Like this is really not condu- conducive to a podcast. Like this is what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Rogan talked about that. That in I guess maybe it was when he first set his studio up or whatever. He had couches that the guests sat on, and he's like, and they just get comfortable and. You know Rogan's podcast. They'll go on for three hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And go get very kind of sleep. The the last broadcast we did was outside in like November. It was chilly. So it was like, you know, at least outside you're sitting around. I don't know. In here, we'll have to rethink this. Yeah. That's why last week we moved back to the dining room to do the podcast. And we'll do that again tomorrow night. I just have to set the stuff up. I don't do the full setup. But I put the faux pro up because it's a wide angle. And... uh and wheel that I have that little the TV again, not the big one. 
Um, I just set that on a snack tray, and that's what we work off of. So, <laughs> All right. Well, Junior, thanks for uh, making the trip down for this and some B-dubs. Definitely. Thanks and, for uh, having me. Yeah, no no worries. And uh, we'll get a little Mario Kart in here before the night's over. Word. S- special K. Sounds good. We'll see you again tomorrow night. Peace. Peace. Uh, well, I was going to pl- give some plugs here. Anybody else want to <laughs> plug? You guys are so no. quick on the trigger, you're out of here. Uh, I'm not a plug-in type. You got no plugs? I got no plugs. I got no plugs. You got no plugs? All I'm right. just living life. Well, I'm no going to plug High Stick Creative because I need to. Highstickcreative.com, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for whatever reason. Uh, and then don't forget Dinner with Schmucks, obviously. The website, dinnerwithschmucks.com. Instagram, the same name. Facebook, the same name. Find us on Apple Podcast, SoundCloud. Go to our website and listen to the podcast. We have our SoundCloud player embedded. Also, you can watch some great videos, all of our one-hitters. Um, our first schmuck yuck. Did you guys hear this week's past week's episode yet? No. So there's a schmuck yuck t- tucked into the blast from the past. Huh. Uh, a Jahida special. This this one was this one was tough. <laughs> what was it? Uh, so our blast from the past was like home shopping. And we were watching a QVC, like the very first QVC broadcast. And they were selling like the shower radio. And oh, wow. QVC still has the same number. So we called QVC and she talked to a representative saying she sent her money order in and she hasn't gotten her shower radio. <laughs> and her parents were going through a divorce. So in 1982, she this was the only money she had. And first of all, she got the dates mixed up with HSN because HSN started in 82. QVC was 86. But she like was like crying and like like trying to you know tears like you know it was the money my dad gave me and he left that summer and <laughs> and then like somewhere she's like well what's the phone number she's like well I gave you that she's like but I don't think that was my phone number in eighty nineteen eighty two and then the girl on the phone like she, then she caught on she's like well what was your phone number in nineteen eighty two Jesus and then she's like can I speak with a manager and she put her on hold and then we cut bait. Wow, <laughs> that's hilarious. It was it was funny. It was completely like an impromptu thing. Um, like I I turned my mic off. Lisa like she's like just turn my mic off before you even make the call. <laughs> oh yeah, she she's not gonna be able to keep herself quiet. She going up a storm. She had a hard time last time. Uh, so we'll see. I don't know. I like they're fun to do. They're fun to do. Yeah. So, cool. um, I'll get, I'll try to get a video up for that. It's just a boring video because it's just a room shot. But, uh, anyway, so dinner with schmucks, all those places, check out the videos and streams on our website. And other than that, now we can say goodbye. Peace. 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 Namaste, you guys. Bon appetit, Wolfgang Schmucks. This has been another episode of the Dinner with Schmucks podcast. If you like what you heard, you can find us on social media, facebook.com slash Dinner with Schmucks. We are Dinner with Schmucks on Instagram and at DWS Podcast on Twitter. If you want to connect with us old school, you can send us an email, dinnerwithschmucks at gmail.com. We may even give you our mailing address. And don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and review on iTunes. Oh, and make sure you tell a friend. Until next time. 
what are you doing buying your stuff from the guys selling in the parking lot? Dinnerwithschmucks.threadless.com is the only place to pick up all of your official Dinner with Schmucks podcast swag. T-shirt done? Tees, hoodies, cell phone cases of prints. It's all just a click away. Dinnerwithschmucks.threadless.com. 